Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, would you have believed it? Emmanuel, God with us, must have seemed like a cruel joke to Joseph. Because God certainly wasn't with him. His betrothed was with child. And we all know there's only one way for that to happen. He betrothed her and she betrayed him. Now Joseph wasn't the kind of guy who was going to make a public example of what happens to such loose women, such adulteresses. Oh, not that he didn't think about it, the sweet taste of revenge. But he couldn't. He couldn't do it. But at the same time, he wasn't going to take this slap in the face and pretend like nothing happened. He would divorce her quietly. If this is what she wanted, this is what she would get. And Joseph would move on. God with us. Yeah, right, maybe somewhere with someone whose life is going better than Joseph's, who was getting good things and had joy in their life, but not him. What had he done wrong? What had he done to deserve this? We wonder that, right? So Joseph probably did too. So he probably replayed the video of his life over and over in his mind, trying to figure it out. Maybe it was this, maybe it was that. Maybe when he overcharged that person who obviously could not afford it. Maybe it was when he hadn't done his best carpenter work, but passed it off like he had. Or maybe it was when he lost his temper or skipped synagogue or temple because he was just too busy, too tired, too filled with concerns and worries of life. Maybe it was his falling short in his alms and his tithing. What was it? What was it that made God turn against him like this? God with us. I wish, Joseph probably thought, so he could straighten all this out, make it right, undo this mess, turn back the clock, and change what had happened, change what Mary did, change what he must have done. Work it out. That's what God is for after all, isn't it? But that dream... It haunted him. Surely it was only a dream, wasn't it? His own wishful thinking, creeping into his brain, conjuring up this episode of an angel that Mary was carrying not the fruit of unfaithfulness, but of God's faithfulness. And that this child was being born to be the Savior the one who would save his people from their sins. It was wishful thinking. It it must have been. 
For if God was going to do such a thing, why would he choose Mary? Mary! There were a hundred, a thousand other women God could have chosen. Higher, more able, more worthy than Mary. His Mary. It was wishful thinking. You couldn't even make up a story like this. It wouldn't sell. It was too preposterous. Mary pregnant with God's child, if only. And yet, there was that passage from Isaiah. He'd heard it, read in the synagogue. Maybe it was just that past week. That that must have been where that word Emmanuel got stuck in his head and got its way into his dream. 700 years ago, Isaiah had said that. Told King Ahaz about the Lord's deliverance, what the Lord was going to do. King Ahaz was like him. He didn't think that God was with him either. Because the king of Israel, the northern kingdom, and the king of Syria had made an alliance and they were both coming after him and his kingdom of of Judah. God had made big promises. But where was he now? Now that Ahaz needed him. So Isaiah told him that God was with him. He was. A child would be born, and not too long after that, those two kings and their kingdoms and their army and their might would all be gone. God was bringing in the king of Assyria to conquer them and save Judah. And it happened. King Ahaz was wrong. What he thought, what seemed to him, God was with him after all. So could God be with him, Joseph, too? He was no king and had no kingdom. He wasn't anyone important, so ah, nah. Why would God bother with him? But at the same time, isn't that often how God works? He chooses people others wouldn't. Unlikely people like Jacob. He was no prize, yet he got a nation named after him after God changed his name to Israel. David, he was the youngest and most unking-like son of Jesse, and God chose him. Amos, he was a herdsman and a dresser of sycamore fig trees, and God used him as a prophet. But him and Mary, uh, that's different. It was just too much to believe. But he also couldn't believe that Mary would do that to him. It wasn't like her. That wasn't the Mary he knew and loved. Oh, he was so confused. God with us, God with him. That's what he needed. But what if it was true? What if it wasn't just a dream, but more than a dream? 
What if just like at the time of Ahaz, God was coming to his people, coming now to deliver them? King Ahaz was then worried about Israel and Syria. Now the people were more and more upset with Rome. But this was different than that. That child was a sign. His dream said that this child was actually going to do it. And that he would save his people from their sins. That was the very thing Joseph was worried about. That God was not with him because of his sins. Because he had done something wrong to deserve this. That God was punishing him. So could this really be not punishment? But deliverance? Deliverance for Joseph? A blessing for Joseph? He knew that was possible too. All those stories in the Old Testament when it seemed hopeless for God's people and yet it wasn't. God remained faithful to his words and promises and had delivered them. Things that looked bad turned out to be good and it was when everything was going good that that's when bad things often happened. God with us wasn't always the way people thought it would be like. In fact, it rarely was. It wasn't all luxury and ease, comfort, peace, and joy. Sometimes it was God's people under assault, yet God with them, sustaining them, providing for them. Well, Joseph certainly felt under assault, so God with us, God with him, maybe it was true after all. To be honest, he was still a bit doubtful and fearful of what he was about to do and what it meant for him, but isn't that what faith is all about? Not knowing, but trusting. Not a lack of fear, but confidence in the face of fear. That God is with us. Even when it might not seem like it. Even when it doesn't look like it. But if God's word says it. Then it is so. Well Joseph felt a little better. Because he was no longer relying on his own thinking. He wasn't taking matters into his own hands. This felt seemed better. Right, merciful, like God. So he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He did not divorce Mary. He took her in. He wed her. He cared for her and her child. This child that wasn't his, yet was his. This child that wasn't from him, but for him. This child that he found himself saying and, and believing. Is God with us? 
and with you. All of you. Maybe it doesn't seem so. Some people get spiritual highs, right? And, and yes, God is with me. But what happens when the valleys come and the lows and the ditches? What then? And then there are some people where the lows, the ditches, the valleys seem like all there is and they can't climb out of them. But I think for most people, and maybe you, I don't think it's either of those. I think it's not super highs or super lows, just ordinary. We go to church, we pray, but nothing seems to change very much. We see people suffer, we think shouldn't. We see people succeed, we think don't deserve it. We pray and wonder if God hears. God with us, we want to believe. And then there are our sins too, which you're right, should make God reject you and be against you. When you're less than honest, less than helpful, less than faithful, less than loving. And all those things Satan likes to remind us of, and he runs the video over and over in your minds to convince you that, yep, you're on your own, baby. To which God says, no. No, you're not. Just as he sent his word to Joseph through the angel, so he sends his word to us today through different messengers, but the same word. The word of a Savior. The word that God is, in fact, with you. Yes, sinful you. Unworthy you. Not because of you but because of him, because he promised, and he keeps each and every promise. So yes, the virgin did conceive and bear a son, the son of God. And yes, he went to the cross as the perfect lamb of God, bearing the sin of the world, which means your sin too. So he could take the punishment for it. And yes, he died and rose from the dead to rescue you from those two great fortresses which try to keep you away from God and his life, sin and death. And they can't because of him. Because God came to be with us, fight for us and win. And then he sent his word to you again. Again in the waters of baptism that another child be miraculously born, a child of God. You. You're not born sinless like Jesus, but born again with the forgiveness of your sins. 
And then he sends his word to you again and again and again in the absolution and in the gospel and in the bread and the wine because God doesn't want to be your Emmanuel, your God with us only once or only here or there, but always. And so he is. Even if it doesn't seem like it, faith says yes. Even faith that is still a little bit doubtful and fearful of what this means for you. It didn't mean an easy life for Joseph. This blessing would take work. Taking the child and his mother to Bethlehem and then taking them down to Egypt and then back to Nazareth. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more to this story than we're not told. And I'm sure Joseph had more moments after this when he wondered, when he doubted, when he feared. And I'm sure that if it was up to him, he would have fallen and failed. But on the foundation of the word of God, God with him sustained him. And you too. That's our hope That Christmas isn't just one day of joy, but the day that shows us God with us so that we'll be with him forever. God with us. Some will mock us for that. Point to all kinds of things to prove that he's not. You can't really believe that, can you? Do you? Well, yes, we do. Because a full manger and an empty tomb proclaim it so. That God is with sinners to raise sinners, to give those dead in their trespasses and sins life in the forgiveness of those sins. For God is here. God with us. It's true. For Joseph and for you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.